And if we're being honest, Soldier Boy's going to lose to Bawa convincingly. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be bad. People are playing. I mean, it's going to be bad for Soldier Boy. People are playing with Bawa's name. Bawa's washing it. Yo, and people don't know what Bawa's been involved in. Like, just no, 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 bro. I'm committed. Can I talk? 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 Why can't I talk? Why can't I talk? What? Why can't I talk? Why can't I talk? This is censorship, boys. Can I talk, please? This is censorship. Thank you. Um. Okay, so obviously crank that. Uh, Kid me through the phone. Turn my swag on. I ain't got much else. What was yeah. the last bow? What was the last new bow wow song you listened to? New. Yeah. Past his prime. No, I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, me neither. What's going on, world? Welcome to episode 53 of the Rams Like Dimes podcast. If your boy is Peter, yo. Mohammed, yo, 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 and myself, Yummy. It's a Sunday, Saturday afternoon, another day, another pod, guys. How we doing? We're here, man. All good, all good. How are you? Yeah, man. All good here. All gravy. You know what I mean? Like I said, summer's here, finally. Although, we might be waiting another four weeks until uh, oh, fuck Boris. everything is over and done with as far as this lockdown goes. So, uh, I mean, I don't think it's Boris's fault, to be fair. It's uh, the Indian variant of COVID-19. Fam, it's been... There's going to be a fucking Czech Republic variant in a month's time, man. It's been a year and a bit, man. What's, yeah, what's four man. more weeks, though? No, don't yeah. do that. <laughs> it's true. No, there's not... What's for, it's four more weeks. No, but it depends. <laughs> if the restrictions are still the same as they are now, and then we have to wait another four weeks, it's fine. But if we go backwards... I'm not having it. Then it's a problem. Well, what it. are you going to do about it? My life, <laughs> I'm living. <laughs> they might have all the restrictions they want. I'm out here. Doing what? I don't know, man. I just want to put... I'm you, done with it. You can only walk the streets of Tottenham at night for so long. Hey, man. For real. Do you know what it is? It's just getting long now. That's all it is. Yeah, it's, it's been long for over long. a year yeah, now. Yeah, man. It's just like... There's going to there's gonna be a variant every other month. Nah, man. I mean, the Indian one is mad, though. Did you is see it? what we've got? Have you seen what's been going on in India? Honestly, yeah. But yeah, it's mad out there. Respectfully, it's like... I'm sure there's going to be another variant in three weeks' time. Do you know what I mean? There yeah. is, just naturally. That's how it goes. I mean, there's been the South African one, the Brazilian one, the Indian one. The Croatian one. I mean, if you're going to start naming names now, cool. But there have been a few ones and those are the countries where it was really bad. So yeah. those are just going to be in the air now, fine. But as far as cases keep going up now with this Indian variant, it's only a precaution, isn't it? So as long as we're still able to go out- At least somewhat. Get our buns out and that, Ace. then, you know, I'm able to ask. But <laughs> anyone, anyone watching, wants to, anyone listening wants to get their buns out and stuff, then they can still. Sun's out, buns out. Pretty much. Yeah. But uh we move, man. Mohammed, how you doing? I'm chilling, man. Living, working. Jimming. Hey, I don't even want to talk too much, but you back at work? Nah. But yeah, just been gymming. That's actually what's going on now with me. Yeah. Like, just been gymming. Heavy. Sun, your- summer body come, yeah? Not nah, twenty twenty two. Mm. At least let's be realistic here. Twenty twenty one. Give the streets around. a bit of time oh, to you know, to prep for that. It's dumb. It's dumb. Give it's the dumb. streets. You know when? Say if we go back to Cuba, you think I'm wearing my shirt <laughs> every day? It's off every day. Fam, you wear Jordans on sand. I'm not believing that you're walking around topless. Yeah, but I'm life, if, what, if I'm wham, I'm walking, bro. You might not know I'm six three. Right now, I feel like I'm six three, but I'm not six three. I'm going to be 6'3 by the time I finish with you. That belly 6'3, that's what 6'3. What did you say? That belly 6'3. That was so unnecessary. So uncalled for. Well, you know, you made me look down. 
I lost weight. Don't do that to me. <laughs> no, no, you don't. Yeah, don't do that to me. Give that six months, man. I don't want to fat shame as well, bro. No, you have. I, poly- I apologize. Not fat, I'm, I apologize. Not fat, I'm not. Yeah, exactly. I, weigh, exactly. Bro, I, weigh less I mean, you still, that was still uncalled for. <laughs> no, I weigh less than 100 kg. I'm good. But mm. yeah, man, that's just been me. Gymming, chilling, podding. So basically you're on your way to becoming the first ever Somali juice head. Without the steroids, yeah. I mean, you don't have to be a, a you don't have to have steroids to be a juice head. Do you not? That's what I don't think so. That's the definition you just got to be a gym head. Oh. Is a juice head the definition of a steroid? That's what I thought. Juice. No, I thought it was just- Oh, fair you enough. You just gym a lot. Well, yeah, I'm just trying to be wham. That's all it is. Mm. Yeah, we moved on, man. Uh, hey, that's been my two weeks. That, yeah, nothing spectacular. What about you? Uh, yeah, fine. Writing, chilling. Back at work two times a week. How's that going? Kind of boring, to be honest. We ain't doing a whole lot. We're just there to be there. But Back in the office or still from home? We ain't got an office, so oh. at home. But um, yeah, it's cool. Like the main highlight is just like weekly meetings on a Friday where we're meeting new staff and stuff. But other than that, nothing too mad up, up until now. But hey. we move. Yeah, I'm well, man. Just just work. I'm gymming as well. Oh, you know talk I mean? that talk. Yeah, right. You know what I mean, talk that talk. Yeah, trying to gym, getting proper shape for before the end of the summer. You're lucky, man. You're five eight. It's easy for you. See, see, see. CM. That was a clear. See what I mean? That was a A, that was a bite. And B, that was a pure, that was a that was a very clear Can you tell him that that was unnecessary? That wasn't necessary. That wasn't necessary. I'm sorry. It's one one First of all, I'm I'm five nine, isn't it? Oh, Let's 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 be let's be accurate here. The fact, you know had, the fact you had to correct him as well. This is just this is just bad. That was a bite. All of this is yeah, bad. That was a bite. That was a bite. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm good, man. Just just working, gymming, and yeah, just trying to enjoy the sun. Got nothing to report, man. Just yeah, keeping a low profile still. So yeah. and now the Euros are starting, so we're all gonna yeah, be yeah. yeah. So that's gonna be us now for the I mean, next month. Oh yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. How do we think England's gonna do? Um, they're like quarterfinal specialists, isn't it? So they'll probably get to the quarters. If England, I don't see them getting beyond that. If England dodge France, I've got them going to the semis because they could potentially meet France next round. Mm. If they meet France next round, you're going home quick. Yeah, um, but that's my guess. I got France winning it all. I think France as well. France, uh, Belgium, or Portugal. I think England's going to go further than Portugal. I'll take. You reckon? Yeah. Okay. I think France, Portugal, or Italy. Italy oh. had a very strong start yesterday. It beat Turkey three nil. Um, very well organized under Roberto Mancini. So uh, sh- watch out for them. All right, if England, France don't win it, who you got? Uh, Portugal. If France don't win, who you got? Second. Yeah, Portugal. I'd love to right. see Holland do quite well, just because I've always fucked with Holland, but they, they've just got an ability to underachieve a lot of these tournaments. So As do England. So even though they've got like a world-class squad, I don't think Gareth Southgate is the guy to mould it. Mm-hmm. So I think quarterfinals for them. I've got England going to the final. At least the semis. I've got England going far. I think it's the best English squad I've seen. I didn't know that a lot of people didn't really mess with Southgate. He's shit, man. I thought people liked him because he's allowing the youth to come through like no previous managers have before. So I thought have, that was being appreciated. He just don't have a choice. Yeah, and, and the players that he's bringing in can actually ball. That's the problem. But he's that, not bringing out. Yeah, he's not bringing out of them, but also he clearly doesn't care too much for Trent. He clearly doesn't, Trent Alexander-Arnold. He clearly doesn't care too much for Jack Grealish either. And these are like, two top creative people. So he's just making all the very strange yeah, decisions. And he plays very a, strange and decisions. he plays defensive against teams that you should be going up against. Anyway, that's just my pick. If France don't win, I've got England. Hot take. Fair enough. Well, back to the music, guys. Um, thank you once again, guys, for listening. Um, shout out to our Spotify listenership, our Apple podcast listenership, our YouTube listenership, our SoundCloud listenership, and whatever else you're watching and listening. Because obviously... 
whatever we record manages to make its way everywhere. Like every time you, every time I Google rhymes like dimes, I just find a new provider <laughs> that's just playing it that I didn't know was playing it. So shout out to you, man, that, uh, that take our content and stuff. So, you know, more streams to better. But um, yeah, let's get into it, guys. I'll start with Peter. What have you been listening to this week, bro? Um, mainly Children of Zeus album, but that album is fire. That album is fire, man. Like that's like the first album of the year so far that I've been listening to consistently. It's been a while since an album's been released and I've just been playing that for like two, three days straight. But that album, oh yeah, man, that was hitting the soul right there, man. So it was a really dope album. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's one of the best UK or US of the year so far. Yeah, 100%. Um, Lloyd Banks is the course of the inevitable dope album as well. I'm so happy for Banks, man, because I've always been a massive fan. He's always been like mad nice with it. So to see him like he's been in the game for like 20 years, release an album and it gets some fan at fair. It's nice, man. It's nice to see. I feel like Mo inadvertently summoned him from his slumber. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> Mo did an appreciation yeah. post, um, I think the Monday the before last. Yeah. And then he dropped his album the following Friday. Yeah. So I don't want to talk too much. Hey man, I'll talk for you. Listen, <laughs> Lloyd, you owe, you owe, you owe Mo Sam. Um, what else? I've been listening to Thames. Um, he's an R&B singer from Nige. Fire. Um, I listened to her EP for Broken Ears, which I really liked. Um, and then Ty Dolla Sign and Jeremiah dropped an album like, maybe like a couple of years ago called My Ty. So I've been vibing to that as well. I've always liked both of them. So yeah, it was a good album. That's such an R&B title for an album. What, My Ty? My Ty, yeah. <laughs> That's something you would enjoy too. Yeah. No, it's, it's all right, man. It's got some good tunes on there. Do you drink Mai Tais? I don't drink. Allegedly. All right, Mohammed. <laughs> See, don't, nah, I don't drink. When was Alle- the last time I had alcohol? Bro, you have been saying for the last 10 years, I don't drink. When was the last time I had alcohol? I don't know. I had alcohol in 2021. Cool. So I don't drink. I'm just not- support me. Why are you got to like- I don't think, nah, here's the thing. And we're not going to do that either. Why can't I just support me? <laughs> because I've supported you always when you've said I'm not going to drink and then you've always drank and gone back to the bottle. So why should I keep supporting See, when you? when you say it like that, it's like, you make yeah, me sound like an alcoholic, alcoholic fam. Do you know what I mean? Like, go, go back, go to, back the to the bottle. bottle. <laughs> yeah. So in your I'm mind- saying it for dramatic effect because <laughs> I'm letting him know how many times he breaks promises. So the difference between him saying I'm not drinking and me saying I'm not drinking. Because you've never sipped it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, but you're not my drinking my right Muslim now. Though, isn't it? You're not drinking right now. All right, let's let's do that. Thank you. Let's do that. Because you're going to drink in the future. See, we don't know that. You are going to are drink well, we, don't, we don't know that. drink at your wedding? Nah. Okay, then maybe not. Right now? Nah. I think he might not. I just, I'm just not in the mood to put alcohol in my body. I don't want to poison my body right After now. After that last time, forget it. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm good right now, man. Listen, man, good luck to you. Thank you, sir. That's all I wanted. That's all you needed to say. Um, You should know me by now. That's not that easy sometimes. <laughs> and I'm the doesn't. bastard. Um, Yes, you are. I think we've all agreed that we're all individual bastards. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, just yeah. a total pole. Varying degrees, Just on a total pole, Peter. Yeah, 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 for sure. Who's first? Yemi's first. 100% he's Yemi's. first. Didn't I say in the group a couple slander. of days ago when he said something hella sarcastic? I'm like, this is why he, I slander. say you're the villain. This is such yeah, slander. Yemi is this the is slander. number one because of his sarcasm. Then you, slander. then me. You're a bastard. No, the group, the people have The spoken. fact you've rated it like that is evident as to why you're a bastard. I am not the bastard. Bro, do you know what I've seen? People love Mo, you know? Yeah. People off the podcast love Mo. My friend in LA, big up Omanor, like she, bro, she really wants to meet Mohammed. What can I say? I'm I don't like, understand why. Because he says the things that everybody else might not, is, doesn't want to. But they feel like this guy's like lovely and funny. They Thank don't know you. this guy's really a bastard and no, a villain. No, don't, do, don't portray. This is what I don't understand. This is what say, this and is- she's not the first person to say that. I've had a few people say, yo, like, I really want to meet Mo. No, I'm listen, like, why? You, you need, number one. Like, why? Number, no, that's bastard. Number one, <laughs> number one, you need to pray because this isn't healthy. <laughs> 
People loving me. I, I can't help it. I'm a lovable guy. I, I salute to all of you. <laughs> <laughs> so you're at the bottom of the totem pole when yeah, it comes to this yeah, basketball yeah, team. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if I agree with that. Well, the people have spoken. <laughs> I don't get it. They agree that you're number one and Peter's number two. But do you know what the man is? No one is? agrees. No, they that. don't. They no, don't. People know. say Peter's number one. To be honest, yeah, exactly. Yeah, people say Peter's I think, number one. That's yeah, I'm, amongst us, we know that Yemi's number one. Yeah, we know Yemi's number one. For a lot of listeners, they feel like I'm the troublemaker. I'm the boss, and I, people, I don't get it. We always argue with you. That's you what never get it. I don't understand why they you don't feel get like it. I'm the villain. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand why you don't get it. I just don't get it. I'm just you know I'm an angel, bro. I don't. You're a snob. Someone who calls themselves an angel is not an angel. You're a snob. You've accepted you're a snob. Bare negativity on that side See? of the room. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, bare yeah, negativity. Yeah. Mohammed, what have you been listening to this week, bro? Uh, let me go for it now. Oh, I was listening to Hella. So this week, because obviously Mohammed's been gymming, um, I've, been, I've been listening to Hella Jay-Z. Like I've really been going through a Hella whole phase um, this week. So I listened to obviously the Blueprint 1, 2, 3. Like I've just listened to Hove this whole week. Um, and that's what got me through it, man. I, you don't realise how many songs this guy has that can get you going. And it's just that catalogue should be illegal like the amount of songs the amount of hits the amount of bars that he has like I'm, the last I remember I was on a treadmill and then he's got a song with Cole on Blueprint 3 called Star Is Born mm. that got me through four minutes calmly not a good song though you don't like it I like, I like that song I like that I song a like lot man I like that song a lot man I think Cole bodied it as well Cole was alright I just yeah. didn't care for the actual yo, song yo 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 sorry to cut you off yeah um, yeah what does that say at the bottom is this meant to you, be? The point that I was just making about people loving Mo. I just got a random message because I'm talking to someone. What does that say? Say hello to my fave. Who was her fave? Mohammed. What did I say? Say I mean, and say I said hello back. God bless. What's her name? I'm, I'm not going to put her name on uh, the phone. God bless you, though. Oh, God bless her. God bless her. Listen, man, they love him. He's the I voice don't know of the people. Why you last? He's the voice of the people. I, I don't know. I've accepted it. Certain hey, man in this room haven't. Just call me Dirk. No, I love it. Yeah, more you been listening to, bruv. <laughs> Mohammed, are you done? Um, yeah, that's about it. And also, I found out some about some Somali artists that I didn't know about. That was on that slow linked up TV. Who's that? Some guy called Baby Man, or something like that. And I've really, I've recently found out about. Him. And I didn't know there's a whole wave of Somali kids making music, mm. and yeah. I didn't know about it. I need to send so, you um, an article that a Somali kid wrote for Vice um, about this a Somali rap. Essentially. Yeah, it's essentially there's a few of them that are starting to. I guess make noise. And for yeah. Somalis in the music scene, they don't, we don't exist. Yeah. Like it's just, besides K9, we're not there. And it's like, seeing what these guys are doing and they're actually making good music with it. So. Yeah, there's a driller as well called SD Muni, who I think is Somali as well. Yeah. I'll send you some things. Yeah. He's dope. So that's what I've been listening to, man. I thought, let me just see what people are doing. So I was listening to them and then a lot of hope while I'm in the gym. So that's been my week wrapped up. Dope. Well, me, I've been on the Children of Zeus album as well. Fantastic album from front to back. Yeah, man. Um, I think Tyler Daly, who sings next to Connie Con, who raps, is a perfect marriage. 100%. Next to the production, the soulful, and then the kind of Jay, Jay Dilla-esque type yeah. of production as well. It's a perfect mesh. So shout out to those guys. Uh, Manny Stand Up. I've also been listening to, I revisited Reasonable Doubt. Um, maybe I was a little too harsh on it to begin with. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Now, I'm not saying that I loved it front to back, because I didn't, but... It's a lot better on another listen. What songs um, don't you like on there? I'd have to get it up. Um, I don't know if I care too much for Bring It On. For real? Uh, that sounds like something you would like though. I mean, that's Primo. I, I mean, I don't like every Primo song. I know, but you're like- A Primo head. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you're but, like the face of like- 
Primo heads, isn't it? The face of it. Am I the yeah, face? Yeah, like the face. He's like the face. Yem's like the face of like the Primo heads, the the um the Doom heads. The do- no, he Death is no, 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 no. He is the face of the Doom heads. He is that flipping mask rapper. He is the face. He's the masked rapper. He is Doom. He is Doom. Yemi is the face of the Doom. And you know what they are? They're a cult. They're not a families. They are cult. As a cult. And if you don't agree with them, you're a dickhead. He is the face. No, I'm telling you, their fan base is a cult, bro. There's certain fan bases in hip hop. How would you know? You don't know anything about Doom. <laughs> what do you say? No, you see, that's the cult talking. See? Yeah, someone like, that is in a secret society would say that. Just because I don't listen to him, I don't know nothing about their Pete, fan base. Pete, Pete, why are you indulging this guy who is called, who's gone on record of this pop and called uh, Doom weirdo shit? Why are you co-signing this guy? No, 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 no. I called ASAP weirdo shit. I didn't call Doom weirdo shit. No, yes, you did. Did I call Doom weirdo yeah, shit? Yes, you did. He said he's more so it's not mad for me to say you don't know shit about anything. It's not mad for me to say that. Oh yeah, that's a bit disrespectful. I didn't know I said all of that. Yeah, man. But anyway, are you telling me it's not a cult? A little bit. It's not a cult. Not a little bit. It's not a cult. <laughs> not you personally. It's not Some a cult. of his fan base is a cult like fan base. Oh, you mean like a cult like fan base yeah. and not a cult? No, you're a cult as well. <laughs> See, this is what I mean. We need to we need to delineate. What's the what's because it's not a cult, but he does have a cult like fan base. You lot are practically He's an underground legend. No, yeah. allow it. And not you personally. No, but I'm His saying generally. Are like, you know Scientology had the accurate Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> so what, Doom has a part of Scientology? You no, know, I'm saying their fan base talks like, I'm telling you, bro, like, there's a couple of crackers in that fan base. Aren't all fan bases like that in a way? Cole's definitely got a cult uh, fan base. Yeah, Nicki Minaj, yeah, yeah. Nicki Minaj, Nicki bro. Minaj. No, they need, to go, they need to be eradicated. They need to be sectioned. Yeah. Nah, yeah, you know Doom fans are different. Yeah, but I'm saying they're not a cult in the same way that a Nicki Minaj fan base would be a cult. I think it's pretty much the yeah. same. I don't think there's no, any real difference. No, the only difference is the doom heads are more mysterious because you don't see them as much because more time they're not leaving their basements. I'm telling you, but fam, see, at the same see, time- Who don't leave their basements? <laughs> cults, bro. That's not true though, because Nicki Minaj's fan base, they stay on Twitter, they're Twitter child, fingling, they're, they're doing children, their struggle though. tweets and being stupid. It's not just children. It's people her age as well. And yeah, all the way they, down. They changed their name to like Barbie. Yeah, Nikki's fan base is disgusting. This is what I mean. It's actually yeah. nasty. So respect that stand fan base needs to go away though. Mm. I hate that in hip hop. But back to reasonable doubt. Um, Cashmere Thoughts, I didn't care for. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll get that. Bring it on, meh. Um, I think, feeling it, meh. Oh, right. Um, ain't no nigga I can take or leave. Uh, oh, that's banging, man. So yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. But other than that, overall, I still enjoy it. Um, and shout out to Jay for that, for sure. Um, well, I'm, I'm happy that you're listening to more Jay. Yeah, man. I mean, listen, I'm trying to give him a shot. I'm trying to give him a shot. I'm not trying to completely close the door. Because you might be the him. only person that is in my life that doesn't like Jay like that. Hey, man. That's yeah. what, what that's can I say? That's why yeah. we've got a podcast. I never, I've never understood it, but, you know. Hey, yeah. man. We move. It's not easy. Hey, you said it on. Um, I also listened to the uh, Little Baby and Little Dirk album, um, Voice of the Heroes. Voice of the Heroes. Voice of the Heroes. Um, oh, was it good? It was all right. You know what it is? I think they've clearly got this new generation melodic thing on lock and congrats to them. The production was very monotonous. It wasn't that great. It was just kind of, yeah. and they love that piano led production, which is trying to make what they're saying more deeper than it is. And it's that melodic st- thing that, that you hit the nail on the head as well, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, but overall, I mean, listen, they play to their strengths. Baby clearly is is talented. Dirk is talented. Although I think Baby's more talented. I, I still don't really get the appeal of Dirk, but- I fuck with Dirk. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Moe's been fucking with Dirk. Yeah, yeah of course. I but I, I, and I'm late on Dirk. I'm super late on I Dirk. I thought you were early. No, I knew Dirk. Because you've been talking Wait, about Dirk for as long as I've known you. Yeah, but in terms of 
the progression of his music has gone a lot better, if that makes sense. Mm. Like, musically, I think Dirk's gone a lot, lot better. Mm. But, Fair. yeah, man, I fuck, I like the mix. Maybe because I'm like, just outside looking in, I've, he, I've never really been there for his come up. He wasn't always doing the melodic thing. No, that's he? what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, 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 like, he used to just, he, he was, was a drill head. He was a driller. Yeah. He was a drill head, man. Like, he was just the Chicago Utes, Lil Reese, Chief, they all came from the same kind of bracket, mm. ran about the same time. And I guess he kind of took it um, the furthest. And then, that new school is a wave we're going to have to accept at some point. Polo G's now got the number I one don't album. Have to accept it Not free. like that. Not accept it in terms of- That was a bite, by the way. Yeah, it was. But you need to accept it in terms of his here. Polo G's got the number one album. Oh yeah, they yeah, can be here. Like they're here. They can be over there. Yeah. Another, another, yeah, another, yeah. another bite. Um, fair. I mean, Polo G's got number one album. I think he's got the number one album. Oh, salute to Polo G. I believe he's got the number one album in the streets. Salute to Polo G. Um, I also revisited the off season. Um, oh. Yeah, man. Dope album. Um, best one already? Commit to it? I'm not going to say that. I think well, right His best now, one or best album of the year? No, his best album. Oh, his best album. Oh, yeah, for you sure. Come, Without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. That's kind of easy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as, like, as far as my albums of the year, mine are um, Gets Conflict of Interest, Slow Tie, Tyrone, Jayco Offseason, Children of Zeus, Balance. Those yeah. are my four so far. Um, but yeah, all good in their own right. But Offseason, yeah, I mean, he was on a different plane on that one. And other than that, just... Um, some house joints, um, an album by a guy called Pote. Um, and I've also been checking out this new um, South African genre of house called Amapiano or Mapiano, um, which is very dope as well. So if you don't know about it, get to know. It's very, very dope. Yeah, someone I used to talk to tried to put me onto that. It's sick. Yeah, it's what, banging. Yeah, it's banging. South African, though. it's banging. Yeah, 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 South Africa got it on lock as far as the house scene. Um, is I remember we- Black Coffee from there or someone called Black Coffee that makes house music? Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. He's, from, he's from there. Um, he does a lot of things well. It was on Drake's uh, More Life album Coll- Yeah collabed with Drake I yeah. think it's collabed With someone else as well Maybe like Alicia Keys Or someone But uh, he, yeah he's out there So uh, shout out to him as well Yeah But um, yeah Eclectic guys As always Love always. to see it Cool Alright then Let's move on to the first topic So what we're going to talk about uh, Firstly today Is about The radio scene In the UK Um as it pertains to rap, grime, and just general UK black music. Um, now, the radio scene here has undergone and gone through various shifts of relevance and irrelevance. Um, you can go back to the grime days where, you know, MCs were coming up via pirate radio. And even before that, you had the likes of Kiss and um, Choice FM repping for the black, uh, uh, quote-unquote, urban artists. I, I do too. Um, to the present day where you have a lot of representation um, in the radio scene for black music by way of, you know, BBC Radio 1, One Extra, uh, Beats, um, No Signal, all kinds of stuff. And it kind of just shows the growth of the radio scene as has gone hand in hand with um, the music scene generally. Um, so I guess what we want to do is just dissect um, the phenomenon of radio, what kind of happened to it when it was irrelevant, how it's become more relevant over time. And um, yeah, if it's here to stay. Basically, so lads, what do we think about the phenomenon of UK black radio? I don't quite know where to start with this, man. Because um, this is this is before our time, even. Yeah, because when I was thinking of the topic, I just was thinking about um, black radio today for rap and grime, and it kind of felt like it's not it's non-existent, and I don't know how it felt like that, but I don't know how accurate that is. Um, obviously a lot of things are online now and I feel like that definitely has 
an effect on what we perceive to be radio. So that's why I wanted to pose it to you, man, because I just wasn't sure what the general scene of radio is now, because it feels like it doesn't matter as much anymore. Because a lot of the internet, everything's moved to the internet now. So a lot of it's just like direct to consumer. And like, you don't really find many people in cars still listening to radios. You still have some people do it. My mom still listens to Kiss FM from time to time. Do you know what I mean? Um, but typically I don't really find or hear people say, oh, you know, I heard that tune on the radio and that. So that's why I was like, how would you man, how do you man view radio today? So basically what you're saying is, when it comes to radio, being able to go into your black car, ra- black radio, black specifically. radio, being able to go into your car, turn a knob, and listen to the radio like that, mm. sort of thing. Well, I mean, that's the relevance of that has kind of wavered over time. I think with everything going digital, so as has radio, so mm. radio now, not exclusively, but primarily has a home online on the internet. So obviously, the likes of like BBC Radio, you're always going to find those terrestrially when you go in your car stick on the radio or whatever but you'll also be able to listen back to those shows online and stuff and that's how a lot of people especially young people are able to take in the music and especially if they're listening to radio um i think it's very much existent um as i said in the intro i feel like as the music scene has grown radio has grown as well because you have a whole new generation of broadcasters and voices that are able to front these shows and present the music that we would like um, whether that's mainstream or not so in that respect, I feel like it's very much an ecosystem now that's developing, growing in real time and becoming greater to the point where a lot of these new generation broadcasters haven't even reached their peak and probably won't for the next half decade, decade to where we'll see how far they really take this thing. But how many of these radio stations in the UK are catering to our scene? Because obviously they have to play all sorts of music, but how many of them are playing music predominantly uk based rap or grime or uk r&b there's lots man there's, there's lots there's, um, there's lots i mean i could just i could ring off a few i mean obviously obviously charlie sloth um tiffany calva she does the rap show on um one extra i believe mm. um capital extra plays nothing but ask our music especially a guy called robert bruce um he interviews guys he plays their music is that including american um, no, it's UK. Okay. UK. Oh, just, I mean, I think yeah. on occasion they'll play all that kind of stuff, but there is an emphasis on UK stuff as well, mm. even more so now because there's just more of it around. Mm. So they want to they want to show up and show out for our scene just as much as they would for you know overseas because our scene is very much at a strong state right now. Um, so there's that. Um, there's Kenny Allstar. Kenny Allstar pretty much is on. I think he's on BBC as well. He very much reps for like UK rap, UK drill. To the point where even outside of radio, he's got his own platform, Mad About Bars, where he essentially allows young MCs to come to his domain and basically rap and freestyle and perform. So that does a lot for the scene as well. Um, You have Sir Spyro. He's on BBC Radio 1. He's got his grime show. Puts on a lot of grime MCs, like old school, freestyle, cypher type things in big BBC. So there's that. Snoochie Shy, she does her thing. No Signal, they do their thing. Even Deja Vu FM like where a lot of people like that we grew up on got their start, they're still doing bits. So does it feel better than when it did when it was all pirate radio? Cause a lot of the black led pirate radios definitely had an impact on <laughs> the radio scene in the UK that would, um, that would arise years later. Does it feel any different? It's more organized now. I think back in the day, anyone could basically 
go up to the top of a of a council estate, get an antenna, and make a pirate radio station. Mm. Whereas now that spirit is now going into the big offices, so the BBCs, yeah. or they're becoming more independent and creating their own stuff, like no signal sort of thing. So I think the entrepreneurship is there and has always been there, but it's just grown and been channeled into bigger um, institutions and bigger pictures for themselves, basically. So where pirate radio succeeded, new radio and mainstream radio now have kind of just taken that mantle and taken that ball. Because a lot of the people that host those kind of shows now grew up on that era. So they've seen how, they've seen it develop. They've seen it, um, you know, spread into what is now, you know, the scene. So with that, I think it's become a lot healthier because they're taking the lessons of the past and they're regurgitating it in present form and they're being able to reach millions more people basically um it it does feel like that but there's a couple different ways that i want to attack this in it how many of these radios even though they're predominantly playing black music or black owned that's my first point and then my second point is how many of these radio stations that are playing black music are employing black staff to lead these black music playing radio stations because that's also an issue that I'm, I find as well within the UK as well. So it's like a bias for us sort of thing. Yeah. Well, I mean... And I know that's not always realistic, but considering that all these radio stations are playing black music, I don't think it's that wild to, <sighs> to have. Yeah, of course. I mean, just to expand that out a little bit as far as like the black owned, obviously no signal is black owned. I know NTS. NTS NTS is black owned, but they cover the whole musical spectrum. Yeah. I believe Deja Vu is black owned. Um, I want to I think Choice FM. I think Choice FM. What, Capital Extra? Now Capital Extra. You sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. It might have, hold on. I mean, that would be amazing if that's the case. Yeah, that'd be crazy because I've never heard that. So yeah, I've never. Yeah, it was historically the first black licensed radio station. So that's free. Black licensed and black owned. That's they, what I was gonna say. That's I don't know if they're the same thing though. What, would, what does black licensed mean then? I have no idea. <laughs> that doesn't make much sense to me yeah. if it's not black owned. Who yeah, owns yeah. Capital Extra Global Media and Entertainment? Because the people who license radio, I mean, I imagine that's. I mean, that's, I don't know. Maybe a black person can do that. Maybe yeah. some black black people in that position to be able to do that. Yeah, but. Yeah, I would need more. I would need more clarity nah, on that nah, one. Nah, nah. What? It's not. Yeah, this okay. Ashley Tabor King owns Global Media Entertainment, and they own Capital Extra. Okay, but they could have bought it from Choice FM. So maybe I, it's like the I first don't know, yeah. radio station that's played black. Yeah, predominantly black music that is licensed. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, a lot of them, even if they're not black owned, they're very, they very much got that grassroots feel. So obviously, NTS, yeah. you got Represent, No Signal again, uh, Worldwide FM. There's a few that have that grassroots feel of just wanting to present emerging talent in the UK as it pertains to black music and uh, and outside of that, that means that in a way, I'm not really sure if whether they're black owned really matters. If mm. the overall objective is to uplift the sort of people that in the scene that they see yeah. that they want to see more shine. If they're all working together, and I say all of them because they're all working towards a similar goal of this radio black radio ecosystem being really strong, which I think it is now. Yeah. Um, they all serve the same purpose and that is showcasing the artists that, you know, are making waves in this country. So in that respect, like I say, the music scene has made the radio scene 
as strong as it is because it's given them options and it's uplifted people to be able to get into that position. Now, also, I want to say, I think the radio scene in general, when it comes to like the big establishments, they're seeing what's going on in the streets mm. and they see what's going on at, um, I don't want to say littler radio stations, but you know, less known ones, like the represents and stuff. And they're seeing the people that are inhabiting that, that are basically the driving forces of those stations hosting, broadcasting and all that. And they're taking those people and they're putting them in bigger platforms to be able to do what they're doing on a regular basis anyway. So it just means that everyone's watching and everyone's got their ears to the streets and they're making sure that everyone's being uplifted in a sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it does, definitely does feel like a lot of people that are getting into radio are, are killing it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But I feel like for the purpose of radio, a lot of the time historically has been to break artists. And I don't know how many... Um, radio stations in the UK do that today and that's probably but are they breaking them because we already know them or because they still break them to the wider audience radio Mm. broke like for example say a Tion Wayne who we all know Mm. you could argue radio broke him to the wider audience if that makes sense Mm. so whilst we know these artists because we're from the where they're coming from Mm. the radio still plays its part to I guess the wider audience and then see I probably missed that I probably am minimizing it a bit because I don't listen to radio and I haven't for years. Neither do I. Neither do I. I mean, so I don't, I. I can't necessarily accurately speak on the impact of it. No, because the reason why I said it, because I remember when I used to work, um, with, like years ago, we used to play the radio before we played our music. We used to play uh, Capital Extra every day. Mm. And they used to play the UK black artists often, like way often before compared to when we was growing up. And it makes sense that why why now where we're selling the way we are but because nothing's no nothing's changed we still make the same music it's just radio is playing us a lot more but that's not breaking the artist bro that's and i don't think they they don't break artists to us but they still break artists i don't think that's breaking the artist though man. The, the, listen the end what's the we, breaking the artist to breaking you? the artist is putting the public onto this particular and artist. that's what they've done yeah, but no we're no, just because we that's know not them. that's not we, what they've done if the if um the music is being played everywhere Radio have to play them. That's not breaking though. They've already been broken because of the club scene, because of the streets. Then you can't break anyone anymore because of YouTube. Radio's always always going to be behind them. And that's why I ask whether like... No, I think there's levels to this. Radio is still really relevant. If that's the case... There's there's levels to this. I think radio in a mainstream sense can break an artist to a wider audience. You know, people who are able to go on radio and premiere their tune for the first time in the world on radio. Bro, who really does that now? Loads of people, bro. Loads of people. Like BBC Radio 1, or just BBC Radio generally, they're premiering, like DJ Target and people like that, they're premiering like artists and new songs from these artists every other day. Oh, weekly anyway. I didn't know that was still a thing. I think that's still a I thing. Thought, that's still a thing. And that's, impor- and that's important because really and truly, when you're talking about, it depends on what type of radio you're talking about. So you're talking about, if you're talking about mainstream radio, like um, BBC and stuff like that, where, you know, you're only really a casual listener. That's, that's an artist being broken because you're catering to an audience that don't already know who the person is. Because the more often than not, they're not going to be music heads like us that know that they're popping already. They're not tuned to, to the streets. If you're talking about specialist radio, like a no signal, then yeah, they're going to know. So that's not necessarily breaking. So it very much depends on what area and what realm you fall in. Like the general public fall under the casual listener. They'll only listen to what's popular. So they'll only tune into certain radio stations. If you're a specialist listener, then you're already going to know who the artist is. 
So go to them going to mainstream radio is to them, to you, not breaking an artist. So it really much depends on where you fly. Um, int- the internet has more or less killed the idea of radio exposing and, I suppose, putting on new artists. Because again, these artists can build their own audiences. So can you so break the- artists then? If they've killed that. Yeah. Well, again, yeah, yeah. You, radio can't. I don't think radio can that's to, the same, to the same degree as they was. But I mean, for me, growing up, SBTV and Grime Daily, they- That's not- that's, they, they broke- Hold on, hold on, hold on. They've, I think they they were the ones that really broke artists more than radio. They broke Ed Sheeran. Precisely. That's why I, I don't know how relevant radio is today. But then, yes, I will put SB- and I would And I would also even ask the question as to whether SBTV and Grime Daily are the new version of radio. Maybe not to the point of having presenters and that, but to the point of they put music out there, they play music, they put videos out there as radio would, apart from the video side of things. So they're still presenting the music to the public. They're tastemakers. They're the new tastemakers. In but that isn't respect. that a form of radio? I wouldn't necessarily say it's a form of radio, but it's just a form of exposure. Mm. Um, I think all of it helps the artist. So internet helps, you know, SB and GRM freestyles will help. Radio play will help. All of this helps. It takes a village. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes. Um, so in that respect, I agree with you to the point where the radio isn't as important in breaking these artists because more or less people already know who they are by the time they get there, depending on where where you're, where you're at with it. Um, but at the same time, I think radio does play a key role anyway in getting people, in keeping people's name in the conversation. So if you're Tion Wayne and BBC Radio 1 plays you week in, week out for like six weeks, keeps your name in rotation, keeps you known, keeps you on the top of the charts, keeps you recognised in that respect. So that is just as important as being put on by the radio. So in that respect, it still plays a very valuable role. And even if they're not the big boys at BBC, if you go to NTS and you have a core of people that you might ne- you, you may have a personal relationship with and they're playing your music, then the other side might be paying attention to that as well, to where, okay, these men are playing this guy. They must know what they're talking about. Let's play him too. So I think it all, it all still helps. I, I just feel like radio isn't really radio anymore. And forget the personalities. The personalities are great. They're doing what they need to be doing or what they should be doing. But I just don't feel like radio is really radio. I don't feel like there's imp- that there's not a need for me for radio anymore. Um, especially with the direct-to-consumer approach that most artists have these days. See, that I don't see what the point no, is. you're right. Because even I mean? earlier when I was like, I heard a new artist, I went to GRM to find out about him. Do you know what I mean? Because I know they might not be getting a radio play. So by the time they do get a radio play, I already know about them because of the SVTVs, the GRMs, the link-ups. Do you know what I mean? So I've already got an avenue. I've already got an avenue for new artists. But by that point- so you don't need to wait for the radio anymore to see what's popping. Yeah. And to that point- Does that make sense? Yeah, to that point, when by the time you get to the big boys of radio, you kind of already the finished article in a sense. Unless you're someone like an any who came onto the scene with Peng Black Girls, and ever since then she's kind of been. Anytime she has a new song out, it's going to get played on mainstream radio because it made such a splash. But that still happens. Obviously, as we've got our ears more to the streets and we're more accustomed to the idea of radio never really doing much for us anyway. We're going to go to the SBs. We're going to go to the GRMs. We're going to go to the mixtape madnesses anyway, because that's just our nature. For people who aren't like us, the radio is still important because it lets people know who is popping, who is the new generation, who are the new people. See, I, I don't know, man. No, I just to. feel like, I feel, hold on, hold on to that point. I feel like 
with the Grime Dailies again. They do radio's job for them. They, they make it easier for the radio to then play this artist. But let me ask the radio, question. the radio for me, radios are not having now to keep their ears to the streets like that, or 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 really do the work to seek and find new talent to break them. They don't need to do that anymore because all these different platforms online are doing that for them. So they they can just go to these different websites, see who's hot, see all right, cool. If I want to pull in this audience, I need to play this person. So it's not so much that they fuck with this person; it's more so to pull in the ears of a new demographic and more listeners that they're trying to obtain. But to that point, there are more and more people like us inhabiting the places like BBC when they were at a represent or a GRM to begin with. Mm. So to that respect, they are still having their ears to the streets because they have to, Mm. because that's how they made their bones. That's how they became names. They can't have that delay anymore. Yeah, exactly. There's There's not as much of a division between what's here and what's there because the people who were here are now over here. Right. So in that respect, they are still important because radio psyche has kind of like shifted towards being able to take in and see what's good over there, bringing them in and making them more palatable to not only that audience, but also showing the general audience just what's popping in the scene, generally. Mm-hmm. There's only so many times you can play, you know, kind of white music that you hear on radio all the time. Sometimes you've got to switch, switch it up and that's where these people come into it. I hear what you're saying, um, but I think it all works in tandem. Mm. What happens underground and what happens in the streets informs what goes on in, in on the radio. I think now more so than maybe a couple, um, 10 years ago, let's say, especially since the scene has kind of blown up to where it is now. And I think with that, radio is developing in real time in, in accordance to that because they're seeing all the changes going on in the scene. They're seeing who's popping from the underground and becoming mainstream stars. And you kind of have to be in that circle and be in the know to be, you know, informed and play what's going on in in the scene right now. So, you know, in that respect, I think it is still important. I mean, as someone who hasn't really listened to much radio anyway, I've never really seen that much of an importance for the reasons that you've stated. But to take off my commentator hat and to put on an artist hat, radio is still going to be very, very important because even if you do, if you're an artist and you're um, dropping an album or dropping a single, let's just say you're dropping an album and the first single that you drop is going to be premiered on radio. It's a big look, bro, depending on where it's at. Like if it's Annie Mac doing it, Annie Mac is a respected name, white or black, in the scene and her show on BBC is like prime time. That audience is priceless, bro. Mm. That's an audience that you might not, you will not get if you're just doing GRM every week. So, in that respect, it's still important. But people are still catching up to what's going on over there. Nah, I, I agree with what you said. And I think it's a weird one because I've we've never cared for radio. Like I've never sat on because I don't like the songs they play. So it's but then with the kind of T on Wayne with Body go number one without radio play, because I'm sure radio playing that every day to the point it's drilled in people's heads. It, helped. I mean? it must have helped to go number one. We wouldn't go number one as often as we do now without radio play. And I genuinely believe that because we would just What's changed? The only thing that's changed over the last few years is radio has now caught up to our music mm. and now we are selling. That is a correlation that I think goes hand in hand. I don't think we sell without radio. Do you know what I mean? So I think we need them, but they also need us because we are the leading figure in music right now. Pardon so it's, it's a tricky one, man. Um, one thing I've never understood, I just talk about radio, I know we're talking about music specifically, but why have we never, I don't care for interviews when radio people sit down with artists in the UK I've never cared for it whether it's UK or America why do you think that is 
Whereas with America, I do, if that makes more sense. You why? Uh, like, I could watch, is it just because of the, res- the respect that I have for the person? I don't know, but yeah, like, I think I could watch a sweet interview. I don't think I've ever watched a UK interview artist. Do we have- Like a per- Westwood, I've never watched Westwood interview. I used to just watch the freestyles. Yeah, and on that, do we have the personality here that would pull you in to listen to the interview purely because of the personality? Whereas the States have Charlemagne, Sway, and Envy, yeah, big Sway, Joe Biden. Big boy, big we don't much. necessarily have that person. I enjoy um, Julie Adenuga's interviews. Um, but I get what you're saying, bro. Um, we don't really have yeah, like, yeah. like that personality. Yeah. Like I'll um, rush, if I see Angie Martinez saying with someone, I'm going to sit down and watch it. Yeah. Whereas with the UK, I've never had that love affair of any UK interviewer, ever. It's probably because our scene is still relatively yeah, new as well. Whereas Angie Martinez has been around for like 20 years. She was there with Puck was alive, bro. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so we've, we've grown up with a lot of them. Whereas the faces now yeah, in the UK and voices, we haven't grown up with them. And we're still getting to know them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, what's her name? And we saw her in Dawson the other day. Who? What's her name? I can't remember her name. Oh, I remember you saying you guys did see something. Oh, else. Clara Ampho. Yeah, exactly. I've, I feel like I've grown up with her. I feel like I've known her for time. But um, I get what you're saying. Do you know what and I, I mean, enjoy though, her yeah. interviews. I, I, I like her, her style of interviewing. Yeah, I think... If we're just going to talk about hip-hop real briefly, hip-hop media in America is just... It balloons over us. They've got, not only have they got journalists, they've got media personalities, they've got the Charlemagne's, the Sways, the Ebro's, the Angie Martinez's, people who've been doing this for eons. They've got personal relationships with pretty much every artist you can name. Um, they're set in their game. They're very much there. They're vets. In this country, like you said, it's still in an embryonic stage to where we're not really there yet. And when it comes to interviews, it kind of goes both two ways. I think the interviewer, unless they're Westwood because he's a bit mad, um, try their best to try and get something out of the interviewee. But I think the interviewee, more often than not, lets the interview down because they either ain't got a lot to say or they ain't got a lot of personality to hide the fact they ain't got nothing to say. So I think it's a mixture of things. That's, uh, that's a deeper conversation as well, as far as personalities from some of our UK rappers, especially the young yeah. ones that are being interviewed. Because a lot of the interviewers are probably like, and Yemi's had experience with this, but I don't want to say yeah, so much because he might want to put it out there. But um, he's had experiences where it's like blood out of a stone sometimes. So maybe that is also a factor a as factor to why you might don't they necessarily... might have more personality over the six. But then no, because... And do you know what I've always resented with UK radio? The people that used to put the forefront. Okay, it's not the case now. Bro, I can't relate to a Westwood. I look at Charlie Slough. Westwood's, Westwood's important. No, Westwood but they deserve is. credit though. No, yeah. he does. But the, I guess the reason why also is because when I look at Westwood, I just think, no. We're not doing this. Your voice. <laughs> no, I get that act, though. That's fair. It. Charlie Sloth. We're not doing That's this. That's fair. I don't like you. Yeah. So it's like, you've put these two, man, whether or not they were at the forefront. Charlie Sloth was at one so point. And Westwood was at one Specifically point. talking saying, about Yeah, the faces rap. of the radio. Yeah, the faces of radio that cater to us. Because Westwood was to us. Charlie Sloth was for us. If I don't like the two faces that I'm seeing nine times out of 10, it's not going to pull me to want to, do you know what I mean? Would we not say that Trevor Nelson was for us? Even though he, he wasn't purely he was, but he was yeah, a purely, hip-hop and grime. He was a purely hip-hop yeah. and grime, the way Sloth and Westwood are. When I see Sloth and Westwood, they're purely, purely grime and rap. And it's like, we're not doing this. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I don't like both of you, no. Yeah. Because of how they move. Because of how they move. Westwood, this ain't your life. Like At this point now, bro, you I mean, was he here got, for Euros 1955. He got shot by Yardies. Yeah, but he was also alive in 1960, 1950. Like, chill out. Charlie Sloth. They say, do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, but Westwood's important, no? He is, but it's also- Sloth is because, important too. Yeah, they are, but I guess the personalities of them, I because I don't fuck yeah, with yeah, them, yeah. their personalities, it's always kind of, with the radio scene, I've always been like, no, nah, I can't do this it. Sounds like, this sounds like a you problem, though. 
No, I genuinely think, no, I genuinely <laughs> think, a, no, problem. no. I genuinely think a lot of people in the UK, one of the reasons why they don't go to radio or listen to radio is because Slough and Westwood are the front, head, face of it. Westwood was always corny to me, but he was still bearable because of what he was doing. It's because of the I content. Because of the content. Yeah, because he would still bring Marvel crew, Reg, yes, exactly, yeah, yeah. to freestyle. So I could put up with him, but as far as his actual personality, I didn't really care for it. I just always thought he was corny. Yeah. I feel like Charlie Slough is corny as well. Yeah. Which is why I don't pay attention to his fire in the booths as well. I mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah, because if they sit down for an interview, you're, gonna, you're not going to watch it. Probably not, no. That's what it I'm saying. Depends, yeah. yeah. Like, um, what's his name? Amaru Don TV. Yeah. Yeah, he's really good. I like his interviews, his style of interviewing. We, I think we need more of that. SK Vibe Maker. Um, there's others. I mean, he's white, but DJ, yeah, DJ, DJ Double, but, but he's cool. He does. He's not corny with it. Logan Sama, I like Logan Sama's done a few. I used to like, yeah, I used to like him quite a bit. He used to have a few free yeah, there's, a, there's, yeah. a few, there's a few, there's a few. So I get, I get what you mean about the personalities. Um, that aspect of radio, we'll, yeah. I don't think is as important. I think more so what's important is the fact that the music's being played. I think the face matters. I, I mean, think fa- if Charlie Sloth was always pictured, if Charlie Sloth was always at the forefront of what UK Graham on the radio, do you know what I mean? It's so hot. Do you yeah, get but, what I mean? Yeah, I but at the same matters. I think people look at it and be like, yeah, but at the same time, be representing her. Like, cool, but the but the artists are still going over there and seeing and going and freestyling on find the booth and going to a crib yeah. session with Westwood because they know what the look is. So in a way, I think the fact that they come on continues to validate these like lots yeah, yeah, and Westwood. So yeah. we can't be mad too much at how they operate because let's be real here. Westwood has been putting in the work and he has been doing the same thing, acting the same way for pretty much four decades. And it's gotten this far, sloth as well. So it's got to be working for him. Whether you like it or not, that's obviously down to you. Some people might like that stuff. You never know, bro. So- I'm yet to find a black person that likes it. I mean, listen, we could probably take a survey (laughs) somewhere. I've never found someone that likes Westwood's antics. And that's fair. I mean, listen, he's, 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 exactly. He's, 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 he's he's, he's nasty. But how important is his personality if he's helping this is what I'm saying. Bridge, bridge the gap to the US because he was quite important in doing that. As yeah, well. but his personality is important. He brought Biggie down for his first UK show. No, I'm just saying his the only. I'm just what music. Cool, I'm saying, but also maybe one of the reasons why we don't look to interviews is because of the faces we have. Don't say we because there's a lot of people that do. Okay, me, not me personally. Me personally. Okay, maybe one of the reasons why I don't care for the interviews in the UK. I look at UK radio is because Westwood was always a. But he's not the only one, bro. Well, I just I, I want to pick on these two. If you're trying to find radio that you actually enjoy for the people yeah, and like the no conversations, and, then yeah. yeah no yeah. signal and even not for the radio. Mm. Not for the radio. Not for well. the radio is epic as well. Yeah. Like their sit-downs are 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually their sit-downs are great. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. But again, that comes down to more and more black voices becoming Probably. premier voices and becoming uplifted and becoming more out there. I think because Westwood and then later Slough held a monopoly for so long because that was the only way really and truly that black music was palatable yeah. to a lot of people. We had to put through, we had to go through that bullshit basically. Whereas now we don't have to as much anymore. And that speaks to how strong radio is now. Yeah. The fact that more and more people like us are able to get in there and n- not pump fake or be, be anything they're not, but be authentic just- and bring on the artists that we would enjoy and will later make the transition to become mainstream darlings or, you know, more noticeable in the mainstream anyway. I like that. I think that was my last point about stuff and Westwood deserving credit. Yeah. Because they do. They do. You I may not like do. them. I will never take away from them. I'm just saying, I didn't like that they were the face and I guess that kind of put me off. I just spoke to the time though. Either. I don't think necessarily, I'm not mad at them being the faces. It's the way they acted. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Because obviously, like yeah. I said, black music 
it's still very much a new phenomenon in this country. Yeah, same and as it pertains to national radio, Trevor Nelson, Jenny Francis, and a few, Mr. Jam, and a few others aside, there weren't that many black black faces that were really at yeah. the same level. So especially when it comes to rap, they kind of filled in a gap. The only problem is they move like waste men more time. So, hey. But it is what it is. So in conclusion, I would say that UK black radio is in a good um, spot. And shout out to Birmingham as well, because obviously Birmingham is still like very much grime country. You know, they're still represented in that respect. And I imagine they also on the radio sets as well. Um, shout out to them as well. But I think, yeah, man, I think it's only going to get better with time, man. As more and more organisations and radio stations and broadcasters come up and do their thing, it's only going to get better for the scene, man. And as the music scene itself gets better, as will the radio scene. So that's yeah, me. I mean, yeah, you've definitely, you guys have definitely kind of made me change my my view a bit because I was kind of with the belief that I uh, don't need radio, but I, I I can see it's it's important. Yeah, it's definitely important. It's like any old, it's like part of a like I said, it's part part of an artist campaign. Radio is still very important because that's how you get that support that leads to more streams, more attention. Maybe you get bigger, you know, venues for your tour and stuff. So when you're getting you know, playlisted on a radio show like BBC playlist or represent playlist. All that stuff matters, man. So it still plays a good role. It's part of the jigsaw of what an artist seeks and what what makes an artist a full package. So for that, it'll always be important. It'll complement the artist more than not. So yeah, let's move on to the next topic, guys. So now what we're going to talk about is the cosign. Now, for those who don't know what the cosign means, the cosign is basically the act of putting someone on. So that could be an established rapper putting on a new school rapper or, you know, featuring a new school rapper on their tune or whatever, whatever that form that may take. Um, now, there have been various forms of it over the years. Some have debated whether it still matters or not. So that's what we're going to do today. We're basically going to debate whether the cosign in rap it's still important and if it still matters and how a cosign might take shape and how it stays relevant, basically. I was listening to Fab today. Great start. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and I, I, knew these, I knew these bars before because I'd listened to this particular song quite a few times, but he had a bar where he was like, um, let's talk about how I'm killing everything I touches or how I walked up in the game with no crutches, no Diddy, no Dupree, no Dr. Dre, no cash money from Baby, no rocks from Jay. Here we go. So, oh. so when you think about it, yeah, it's rare. There was a point in time when it was very rare where you'd see an artist come into the game and it wasn't like a massive artist that co-signed them. Nowadays, though, for me, I don't think it's as prominent as it once was. It still helps, no doubt, and it always will help. But for the US, you don't really see it as much these days. You see a lot of artists coming out of nowhere and then um, they put out a tune and then a, a big artist might remix the tune. That they, I think the artist remixes the tune once it's already big a lot of the time. In Drake's case, for instance, he's done it a few times where the song's bubbling and he's helped it take it to another level. So I don't know. Do you want to call that a cosign? Yeah, I think that's a cosign. I think because I was going to mention Chief Keef because Kanye hopped on the uh, I Don't Like remix. Mm. That was 100% a cosign because obviously Chief Keef was bubbling in the streets and stuff. But once you get that Kanye West seal of approval, mm. Like this is this is the guy because essentially when someone does that, you're basically telling us this is the guy. I mean, not in Block Boy JB's case, but basically, more often than not, they're telling you 
I'm glad you got it though. Um, <laughs> more often than not, they're telling you this is the guy to look out for. Um, so in that respect, I think spiritually that is a that is a bit of a cosign. I think I agree with you. I think now the cosign is rarer because is clear- it though, or we just don't know about it? No, no, we know about it because based, based on what Yemi just said, it still happens quite a bit because you get bear artists remixing songs. Yeah, but I, I'm not talking just the remixing part of the. But that's, I think that's the cosign that happens more now, more than an artist saying, "Yo, look out for this guy; he's amazing." I think, I think the cosign that happens now is if we don't know about it. Like, say for example, um, if we don't know about it, then they're in a cosign. Then what if they sign to a record label? I mean, you can still and cosign record, someone, and that's respect. what I'm saying. And then. Like for example, say little baby who signed to QC, and we say if I didn't know that, and then when he come out, he's got a song, but then QC's behind it, and then the Migos are pushing it. Everyone's pushing it, even though they're not on it. They're still a call sign, right? No, I don't, I don't think that's a, a call I, I don't think that's a call sign. If you signed to QC and Migos and everyone's pushing your your song, I think that's a call sign. It's not a co-sign, but it is. I don't you, think you need a because, song because of how successful someone. that label has been, you will tune into that artist. But I don't think I, I wouldn't say that's a co-sign though, because there's been there were bare artists that signed to Death Row that you know you would look at on the strength of Death Row. But exactly, but I don't think that's a co-sign, bro. Though. The minute you you're side by side with someone, to me, that's a co-sign. Like yo, I'm with him. I'm rocking. Suge Knight signed Pete Pablo. Yeah, but he co-signed Pete Pablo then. <laughs> Well, I'm thinking more so from an artist, artist to artist cosign rather than a label to artist cosign. So I pose another question to you. Jay-Z does his end of year playlist of whatever he's enjoying. Mm. Let's say he puts NLE Chopper on there. Is that a cosign? On a playlist? On his playlist. I don't count as a cosign. I don't count as a cosign. I would argue that is because that's him basically saying, this guy is dope. I'm putting him on my playlist because he is dope sort of thing. And when, we, when Jay does something like that, we listen. I don't think that's a call sign though. When I see a call sign, it's physically, I guess, someone next to you. Whether it's be a song, whether it be, I guess, someone signing you and then the other people in the artist by your side, you've always got someone next to you that is like, yo, this is it here. This is the future or this is now or whatever. I don't think you get that from a playlist. To me, a playlist is just a 2020, do you know what I mean? It's just but, like a new thing. But if, you put, playlist in but if Jay puts you on that playlist and then your streams go up exponentially, that could be seen as a cosign. And I think in 2021, that might be a modern version of what a cosign is. Yeah, that's because, what I was going to say. Yeah, because a cosign, because again- If someone posts your song, is that a cosign then? Nowadays, yeah. Yeah. If someone just posts your song on Instagram, that's a cosign. If you make a tune and Drake posts it, puts it on his stories, that is a cosign. Yeah, I think if we're looking at it- So this is what I was saying then. This is exactly my point. So if the me goes and everyone posted little baby the minute he signed to QC, they've now cosigned him. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So therefore- if we can't it's hard to escape I didn't think you need it as much anymore but people can but. do it people can go through the game and not get co-signed it's, it's, it's clear yeah I mean I'll just spat a fab verse to you he's a great example he didn't really have a co-sign he, he was with, he was with DJ Storm. Clue but that weren't really DJ Clue weren't he weren't like no he was still one. Clue though yeah but it's Clue not, was still known it's not the same didn't Clue have a number one mixtape or some stupid shit like that He's he was hot in the in streets in what universe did he have a he had a number Sorry. one mixtape he was hot in the no, streets he definitely had a number one mixtape but he didn't really have like <laughs> bro if I was gonna start rapping now and I went to the states like and Clue was like yo this guy this guy's nice I'm not taking it as yo Clue's but Clue's co-signing still, but me. that's still a co-sign I don't know that's man that's still a co- bro it's Clue, you know did, what it is? Did Clue matter? There's varying degrees, that, did isn't it? Did Clue matter? I think that Clue co-signing you 
might not necessarily manifest in as much as a Drake co-signing you. And I think that's where the difference is. If Drake co-signs you, you can visibly see your success going up, whether that's streams, followers, you know, attention, mainstream attention, media attention, you can see and you can, it's, you can see it in yeah, your Drake's hands. Ha- Drake's you how see. I found out about Dave. Exactly. Drake, there you go. There you go. Whereas Clue, he might put you onto a producer or he might put you onto another rapper and that might be something, but that's not for us to know because obviously we're not going to know. Whereas someone like a Jay or a Drake is putting you on their socials or they're putting you on a playlist and you can see your growth from that. There's, there's a difference there. I, I don't know, man. So where Kel, um, Clue may still be a cosign, but I don't think it's as strong a cosign as it would be a bigger artist, basically. Yeah. 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 But I still look at that Clue as a cosign. I don't think we do cosigns here, though. Uh, we do. I don't think so. I don't. I, don't I mean, think, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think the cosign is half as important as it is in America. Because um, we've we've established so many artists that haven't been able to get a cosign. And who's going to really do the cosign? But is that just a new? Skepta gener- has a lot recently. Um, young ads, slow time. But that, is that a cosign though? If Young Ads is already out here, that's not a cosign. Just yeah, but you don't necessarily have point, to be, Yeah, but bro, yeah, but at some point you must reach a level, and it's like, yo, if you rap with this guy. Yeah, but you do realise that there are still people that wouldn't have heard of Young Ads before he hooked up with Skepta. But he, Young Ads is still Young Ads, right? Yeah, but at the young, same time... They sold out Ali, Ali Pali in, what, two minutes? But so he's still, still a, someone. But he's still putting people... He's still putting Young Ads onto certain audiences. So at some point, you outgrow... Um, yeah, of, of course you do. Of course at what point do you, out, I can, you outlive a cosign? Bro, you can get cosigned at any point. I'm saying, at what point is... Does your career not linger on a call sign? Did Young's but Young Ads is not lingering on a. That's young Ads is not. But that's, young yeah, but that's not what I'm saying. Was that's, solidified. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that his career depended on the call sign. I'm saying that the call sign happened in spite of whatever success he was having before. Then anyway, it's a bonus. I feel a you. call sign isn't always. When I look at a call sign. It's if if I don't know you and I see this guy standing next to you, mm. I'm like okay, this guy solidified you. Like for example, Dave. I didn't know Dave. So if someone asked me, how'd you find out about Dave? I'd be like, yo, Drake co-signed him. And then that's how I heard him. Young Ads, the reason why I don't look at that as a co-sign is because Young Ads' career was already, already solidified for what it is. Does that make sense? Yes, but a career does not depend on a co-sign or it shouldn't anyway. That's what I mean. Yeah. So with Young Ads, again, he was established. Skepta co-signing him. It's kind of like an icing on the cake. Whereas in a Dave's instance, that is... The cake. That's, the, that's what I'm saying to you. And then I guess the way I look And he's at, outgrown that now. Yeah, but yeah, 100%. But I guess just the way I look at a cosign is if... I guess if you're known or not, I feel mm. like at some point you... I feel like if you sold out Ali Pali in two minutes, I can't look at Skepta singing with, rapping with you and saying, that's still a cosign. Do you get what I mean? I get, I yeah, I, I get what Mo's saying. The I, cosign means different things depending on your status. 100%. Yeah, yeah exactly. 100%. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I don't think it's a cosign when you're at a certain point. That's all I'm you're saying. Not, I don't yeah. think you can class that as a cosign. So if Jay decides to do a tune with Little Baby now, that's not that's a cosign, cosign to me. Because Baby's scorching right now. But again, I don't know. The Baby or Little Baby, whichever baby you want. <laughs> I think I, I think it's still a cosign because you're still putting your name next to someone who you believe is dope. It doesn't necessarily mean that. So do you think Cole Cole signed Little Baby? Who Cole Cole? Yeah, um, I'm not classing that as a cosign. But wouldn't it be similar to the Skepton thing then, Young As thing? I don't yeah. think I don't think that's no, a, that's I, not a cosign. I'm asking Yemi. That's why I'm asking Yemi. I'm just saying. Yeah, you class, I'd say so. You class I'd Cole because so. I'd say Kendrick and Rich the Kid. I'd say that's a cosign because it's too, especially in that example where was Rich the Kid hot. Um, uh, he just had that one song. He was sizzling. He was sizzling. Yeah. That's a cosign. 
I'd say that's, I, I, listen, I would say, again, it does depend on the level, but I think anytime a big artist is featuring someone who, maybe not as big, but is still big in their own right, you can still class that a cosign. I think it depends on where that person is in their career. Which is fair. Like the little baby one. The perfect analogy. I don't, little baby's the hottest rapper in the world right now. I would have classed that But he can still get a cosign, bro. That's what I'm saying. I don't think, I don't think that's a cosign. To me, that's just two rappers rapping with each other. It's just younger. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if he made a song with, um, say he made a song with YBN, then I'll get it maybe a little bit because YBN isn't Cordae. And yeah. Cole made a song. Then I'll get it. Because it's like, cool. But Cordae's still Cordae's, out there as well. He is. But I guess it's a tricky one, man. But my thing is, again, I'm not solely looking at a Cole sign as, you know, you're putting you're, me on. You're putting me on, yeah. yeah. As just, you're just putting me on because I was an unknown. You can cosign. Like, there's many ways to do a cosign. There's many ways yeah. to do a cosign. Like Fetty Wap, for instance. Fetty Wap had Trap Queen and he had My Ways. He was the biggest artist of that year. And then he got Drake. Kanye on side. He got Drake on side, sort of thing. Yeah, because Drake definitely, definitely cosigned Fetty. And Fetty had a bigger song in the one of the biggest songs in the country. I mean, Drake, yeah, Drake's been doing that a lot recently. Like Drake arguably co-signed Lil Baby on, um, was it Yes Indeed? Yeah. There you go. So there are but different that's Drake. ways. That's what Drake does. He finds someone and then... Yeah. Can you man think of an artist that would have still gone the trajectory that they went to when they got a co-sign without a co-sign? Um, Dave? I think Dave's you think Dave I, I think still... Dave, I think Dave's career. One and all was still a big song and then he had Tiago Silva. I think what Dave was, Dave was, a good Dave one. was going there anyway. Mm. I think Drake just knew that. Yeah, Dave <laughs> was. Do you know one. what I mean? I think yeah. Dave, regardless. But then, I'm trying to think. Get back to the question. Though, I think cosine matters. No, I think cosine. Like, did Stormzy have a cosine? No, but he's a plant. Oh, oh, hard. <laughs> you want to get into it? You should leave nah. it. There. You should leave it. He's a plant. Big up. <laughs> um, don't alert the stands. They were asking the question as to whether her was a plant, and they were raising sub. Interesting Swear. points, yeah, Swear. man. And I think her is amazing. We're going to wear this. I don't think she's a plant. I didn't know when you think of, when you think about what a plant is, fam. I, I think I might have seen that. Was it on Twitter? Yeah, it's looking shaky, baby. Yeah, yeah but I want to have a conversation with you as Big well. Big up, don't alert the stars that yeah. stands. They're doing wanna, good stuff. I want to chat to you as well because I heard you know this white boy, RD, RD, whatever. RD. I heard he's a plant, and I feel like you. Where'd you hear that from? The streets. The streets. And I feel like you can let me know about that, but I feel, I heard it. I'm not, uh, listen, bro, I'm not the industry correspondent you think I am. Yeah, you, for yes, us, you are. <laughs> yeah, but you I can't I, answer that question. Okay. I don't know. Oh, my bad. I heard he's a little bit of a plant in it. I mean, listen, I'm not mad at that because obviously the first major move he makes is on a number one. And now he's got number seven. Do you know what though? To that though, I feel like the cosign makes it easier for your planted ways to to really bear its fruits, you know? If yes, what? Yeah, 100%. Okay, yeah. 100%. So to that point, on the body remix, do you think Tion and Russ, or to a more extent Tion, was co-signing RD? Or do yeah. you think it was just two rappers I think, rapping? I think Tion definitely co-signed RD. Cool. Because I, RD, I knew about RD because of Insta. I've never listened to an RD song before in my life before I listened to that song. Mm. Tion definitely co-signed him. And same, but then if you ask me when um, H made a Keisha Becky song with what's his face? Russ. Russ and Tion, yeah. I don't think that was a cool sign. I think Russ and my man were on the same level. Well, that was the first time I'd heard H. So, yeah, I probably cast that a cool sign. Did you know Russ before that? Oh yeah, of course. Um, Gunley. Oh, okay, yeah, then that's a cool sign because I forgot. Yeah, I didn't know Gunley was made before that. Yeah, yeah if Gun- Gunley was made before that because Gunley tried and everything. Then yeah, that's a cool sign. It was around the same time. I think. I just don't class. I think if you're at a certain level, mm. I I look at what can that person do for you as a cool sign. Does that make sense? Mm. And when Little Baby and Coles jump on the same song together. To me, don't move the needle for little baby. All it does is make, which isn't true, dog. Then, because you said you want to listen to little baby off the back of that, of course, that verse. 
This is what I was, this is what no, I was gonna no, say. No, Twenty One Savage. So did he co-sign Twenty One Savage? But this is what I was no, gonna say. No, because but it means you, you want to go you, listen to him. Yeah, but that's not a co-sign because I'm late. So that's just me catching up. I just heard something impressive because of the collaboration, but I don't count Cole and Twenty One doing a song as a co-sign. Even though Cole is at a crazy level, Twenty One Savage of his generation is still like, do you know what I mean, respected. So I wouldn't say that's a co-sign. I guess it just boils down to what your perception is. Like, obviously. In another way of saying that, Cole kind of put you on to how good Savage is. Yeah, I didn't realise. There you go. Whereas Cole may put people on, like Cole heads and hip hop heads, onto the fact that Baby can go one-on-one with one of the goats of the, of the scene right now and hold his own sort of thing. So it just depends on your perception. Um, is it still important though? On many levels, yes. You think Cole sign's still important? Yeah. Yeah. It, helps your, it can help your bag. It can help your status in the game. Um, it depends what you're trying to do. Yeah. Because you can come into the game online, um, make music, receive critical acclaim online and just continue on that trajectory of making just great music. And, you know, you're a touring artist, you make a lot of money from your different tours and shows and shit and you just continue gaining respect. And it just depends on what you want to do because if that's what you're okay with, then the cosine isn't important. I think maybe to take you to another level, because just doing that maybe may not get you the attention of being nominated for a Grammy, whereas probably a co-sign would because the co-sign will bring in an audience that you didn't have before. And that will then push you to the faces of the committees that, you know, nominate these albums for Grammy. <laughs> yeah, <me. laughs> I wish. No, you are part of a committee though. Not the Grammys though. No, but just in the UK, you're part of committees. Yeah, but not in the same way. Like we didn't... <laughs> Just, just, just accept it. Just, just accept, accept it, bro. You're part of a committee. You are. Them yes, now. I was part of a committee. You are them now. But so, so I want but, you to but, know. But when to, we do the next award show, I need to in the defend, UK, I need to and defend myself. Yeah. If something's not selected, myself, yeah. we're blaming you, we're blaming you. <laughs> no, I see you can't do that because the long list, and I'm spilling some tea right now. Mm. But the long list is essentially we have the objective of whittling down the long list to the short list. We have no, we have no input into what the long list is. We're given a bunch of names that. The people upstairs have decided, okay. and we got to whittle it down. So but you're on a you're on a committee of mobiles, right? Yes. The Brits. Yes. And what else? Um, I was the AIM Awards last year. Are you listening to this guy? <laughs> what else? Uh, I think that's it. You know. So you're part of the Brits, <laughs> the mobiles, and the Amos, but you're not my correspondent. <laughs> I don't know if RD is an industry plan. That's what if you're if that's what you're getting at. That's all. But um, yeah, I agree with Pete. I agree with Pete. I think. In the respect of like, you know, an internet critical darling that, you know, might necessarily, who might get a cosign, but that's not the goal. Cool. Whereas I think a lot of rappers and a lot of artists are aiming for the cosigns that will take them to another place, Um, whether that happens organically or not. Um, And, you know, there have been numerous examples of like cosigns helping take an artist to another level. Big Sean, for instance. Um, Yeah. Kid Cudi, for instance. Um, and And people like that. Cole. Cole, uh, the whole Kendrick, Kendrick to an extent, all of them. Drake, Drake, Nicky, all of them, all of them. No, nah, but with, with Kendrick though, I think he was always going there, man. With whether no, we we'll just say that Cole sat. What Col- that Doctor Dre thing you're talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, nah, man. I just feel like nah, that Cole I feel like bro, Dre. I feel like helped. I feel like Dre jumped on the bandwagon. Yeah, but that helped, bro. It helped. Did yeah. it help? Yeah, because he don't sign artists as well. Helped. Because of Dre, it's Dre as well. He don't. Did Dre sign him? Yeah, he he dropped um good kid on aftermath. I think. Yeah, he did. I'm sure Dre signed it. That was the whole. And thing. again, like Section Eighty, who really knows who Kendrick Lamar is by that point? That you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So we that's did. that's what I mean. And to the point where Good Kid is his major label debut, 
whereas Section 8 was his debut, although that's disputed. Like, that just shows, to me, I read between the lines, that kind of shows that, okay, we're now on a point now where we are major and we can drop a debut album for yeah. the whole scene rather than, you know, Peter and his minions. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, in that respect, he was put on in a sense and he was co-signed. Um, you can even go back in time to where, you know, people like the Native Tongues, Q-Tip was really good at, he co-signed. Um, Dilla, yeah. I mean, Dilla Soul co-signed Tip. Um, you know, Dilla, uh, Jungle Brothers co-signed Tip. Um, Tip co-signed people like Queen Latifah, Only Love, and people like that, even Most Def and stuff like that. Yeah. And that was a whole ecosystem of collaboration and mutual respect to the point where, you know, no one's signing anyone, but the respect is there. There, there's, there's, you'd find you'd be hard pressed to find an artist that hasn't received some form of cosign, like Biggie cosigned Jay, Nas was cosigned by the various producers that he worked with on you no know, Illmatic, as well as you know MC Search and that and Large Professor. Uh, there's there's bare cosigns, but in the UK specifically though, I'm not gonna say that, bruv, because like Kano. I don't recall a cosign there. He clashed. Gets, I found out. I found out about Kano. Hold on to that. I found out about Kano because of the clash with Wiley. That's, but that's not a cosign. I just was, I just was recognizing talent there. Yeah. But with Getz, I got introduced to Getz because of Kane. Yeah, same. I think behind the but scenes, still, though, that wasn't a cosign. That's though. definitely a cosign. I think, no, it was just a collaboration. But that's a cosign, though. But behind the scenes, oh, though, you just say there were two rappers. Did you know Kano at that point? Wiley and, was Wiley. Sorry, sorry, Wiley was doing a lot behind the scenes. He was co-signing a lot of these guys by taking them to studio, telling them they need they can rap or they need to focus on this, focus on that. So in a sense, that's why he kind of gets the Godfather thing because he was helping so many of these artists: Chip, Tiny, Ice Kid, Kano, Skep, Jeremy, all these people. So they probably, if you ask them, they probably say, "Yeah, he kind of put me on in that respect." Wretch and Avellino. I, I was thinking about that as well. And Chip that's and Rich. Clear. It's nuanced, isn't it? There's, there's, there's varying, there's details in it. You can't, I'm not just going to say, yeah, that's a cosign. That's not, it may on the eyes look a period, though it is, but uh, you got to break it down sometimes. Rich and Av is definitely a, uh, that's a cosign. Had you heard of Av before the- That's a cosign. That's a cosign. Yeah. That's a cosign. But I don't know if I'm going to say Kane and Getz is though. I'm Re- not sure about What about Rich and Chip? No. You can what? You mean Chip co-signed Rich? No, Rich co-signed Chip. No, but- Because I knew Rich before I knew Chip. Or Rich signed to Chip. Was that? Signed to Chip. Yeah, but before that, they were on Westwood freestyle of each other. Bef- way before he restarted. Okay, that's not a cosign. To me, I saw Re- I knew Rich. We're not about to do. Okay, we're not about to say Rich co-signed Chip. No, I think, stop, yeah, don't I ever think, say he signed to. Rich. I don't I like the way he that did. Came out. Yeah, I don't like the way that came out of your mouth. You're talking about signing your mouth. <laughs> but he did. No, but you're talking about signing your mouth when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think that the whole scene co-signed Chip. Okay. Everyone had a hand in that. I think up until nah, Oops, don't do that. up until Chip Diddy Chip. Listen, you could argue Rich. You could argue Gets. You could argue. Devlin, these are the people that he rapped with on Fuck Radio. For someone who was like, what, 16, 17 yeah, at the time? Yeah, man, when I saw him standing next up to Up against Rich, Olders? Yeah, when I saw him standing that's next to That's a cosign, bro. Fair enough. That's a cosign. So I think the whole scene had something to do with that. Yeah. Um, I, I still think it's less like prevalent. Yeah, it is. Okay. It is. I think it is. nowadays Skepta is the king of that because um, he's collabed with Slowtai. He's going to collab with Bandicay and Double L's. Um, Octavian. Um, <laughs> is he really? Yeah. Um, and there was a couple others as well. So he's kind of on that heady. So he's kind of on that wave as well. Um, so I think- at what point, sorry, yeah, at what point is um, co-signing a form of attempting to stay relevant? Drake. Well? It is. Oh, see, I wasn't going to say that. Drake. Drake is he- whole blueprint is staying relevant by, by co-signing. Uh, he, 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 didn't, he, didn't he didn't let you land. That's his whole blueprint. 
You're still in the air. Scare me the song in Spanish to co-sign a Spanish singer. No, nah, no, nah, don't do that, man. Because I mean, Drake is still going to be Drake without co-signing these bomb-ass yeah, no, rappers. No, 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 no. But he, what did you say to stay relevant? Drake will still stay Drake, but Drake is relevant with number one songs. Mm. And if he gets that by co-signing a 31, do you want me to go for the list? <laughs> this guy co-signed from 31 to Dave, to Bad Bunny, to... I don't know who else, bro. Do you know what I mean? That's but you know, but you know Drake. Blockboy JB. Georgia Smith. Block but you know, Dave. But you know Drake takes that from like Jay though. He's, that's straight from Jay-Z's handbook. What, co-signed to stay relevant? Yeah, 100%. You align yourself next to hot shit. Not at this rate though, man. Because that's what, the, like when Jay was rapping and he had all them Philadelphia rappers, bro, he Free was absorbing all that energy, bro. He'll tell you himself. Do you know what I mean? So, I think it's an interesting point. Though. No, it's definitely it's definitely because we, we rarely look at the flip side of the cosine. We rarely look at the person that's doing it and like, oh, I wonder what they're getting from it. I think more often than not, it's calculated, very very calculated. I think what brings them to the dance is a love of what someone is doing, unless like they come through and their first song is a hit, aka a Block Boy JB. I mean, clearly that was. I don't know what that was, but I don't know if that was pure love of what Block Boy that is was doing. Relevancy. Has, has Drake even said the words Block Boy JB since? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So with that, that was clear that that was just like, okay, I'm going to hop on this thing. It's going to go wild because I'm on it. Um, very much calculated. And I mean, if we're going to dig into Jake, Drake a little bit more, this whole UK thing is 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 calculated. Like oh, I've said, don't do this, like man. I've said, like I've said, but let me just know. You know why I say that though? Because it's become a topic again. Um, I think it was nine bills that basically had a, um, it was a clip going around on Twitter and people were debating um, about Drake and how important his contributions are to the UK and shit. And a lot of people believe that he he put on a lot of people and without them, without him, they wouldn't have been as big and stuff like that. And people just got to remember that it was calculated, bro. Like, as much as he has a love for it, which I'm sure in a lot of the examples that he has co-signed people, he's got a genuine love for the artists and what they're doing. There has to be an upside for him. That's but, how but, he, but what if there's not? There but is, bro. Like, yeah, but what if there's not? But there is. But what if there's not? Give me, can you think of it? Bro, Drake is, Drake benefit, is gonna... But who will not benefit from jumping on the hottest track alive? The hottest Drake track Drake don't the time. need it, though. Yeah, but he, he, it's not that he, he doesn't needs need it. Need but no, but it. He, he wants it. But he doesn't need yeah, it, Yeah, but he wants, wants it. it. Yeah, but the point I'm trying to make is whether he does it or not, and Drake is still Drake. But without all of these songs, would his run have lasted? It's a relevant... Yes. If Drake did not talk about every hot song, Drake's a reason has why. been for a decade and there's a reason why. Because Drake's a master at if something's hot, I'm jumping on it to co-sign it, right? We don't know if his run would have been lost if he did not jump co-sign every single one of these songs. And to the point of Drake, yes, Drake is going to be Drake. But the fact that we're now debating the fact that without him, a lot of these UK artists wouldn't even be a thing helps Drake. I disagree with that though. I disagree with Drake's co Drake's cosign being that important for our scene. But a lot of people feel like it is. And that's the thing. That's how his name stays in the conversation. And we're not even talking about the American scene. We're talking about the UK scene. Yeah, sure, he put a couple of people on songs and stuff. But you could argue the, the levels of which they were relevant up until that point to a worldwide audience, especially in the case of Skepta and Giggs. Um, but again, that's how his name stays in the conversation. Outside of just the run and the hit record, it's what you've done to uplift people. And that's what it all boils down to with this whole UK debate thing. So do you um, reckon he co-signed, sorry, do you reckon he co-signed get, uh, gigs? No. Okay, I'm just checking. But to people who are outside States, of us, yeah, yeah. maybe, yeah. maybe. I mean, more, look, listen, I'm not going to completely bash Drake. Oh. Clearly more. <laughs> yeah. Aren't you? 
Clearly more people are they listening. Don't know had a season. Clearly, <laughs> clearly more people were listening to Skepta and Giggs as a result. Fair. But That's only scarcity, natural. Yeah. But where this conversation becomes a bit murky is you saying that without Drake, these men were nothing. That's a, what a lot of people flagrant. are suggesting. That's flagrant. So that's where I have a problem. Because people need to be careful with their words, bro. They need to be careful with their words. Yes, man. We'd, but then if someone says that, you already know where their knowledge is at. So. True. We're going um, to need a part two because I'm not done here, man. Well, to finish this off, who do we think are like kind of the kings of co-signing? Drake. Obviously Drake. Jay. Jay. Uh, Wayne. No one's ever really Wayne. cared for a Nas co-sign. I'm not. Just, just saying. He, he can't even find his own producer. Um, Wayne. <laughs> this guy needs to co-sign a producer before he co-signs Because he, he co-signed Dave East, but I don't think it done much nah, for Dave East. They, but that's the thing though. That's how much a co-sign matters. I listened to K- um, Dave East because of Nas, but it didn't move no needle for See, him. See, I didn't. I genuinely only went to Dave East because and now fuck with Dave East. KD, all of that. He got songs, but I guess... You're right, it didn't move the needle at all. Yeah. Kanye, just the you know, the, the big wigs, innit? Kanye, Dre. Rick, Rick Ross. Uh Wale. Kanye. Cole's got a few cosplays. That was that's a while ago. Stale. Cole's that got, was a while ago though, man. I mean, even still, that's still two very weighty names. J. Cole. You know what I'm saying? No. Kendrick. Did you give him the T D E one? Q tip. Um Did you give Kendrick the T D E artist as a cosign or no? Nah. Nah. Okay. Gucci? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I'd yeah. say he's up there too. Yeah, he's up there. He's up there. For sure. Um, That's a good shot. Maybe Young Thug? Nah. No? Nah, because he, um, he brought through my man. Who? Who's the young Don that's with him? Today or back in the day? Gunner. Yeah, he did through. He gave Gunner money back in the day as well when he was a kid. But didn't he like help? He helped him. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, 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 he helped him. Yeah, I don't know if I put Thug in that, in that bracket. Birdman? But... No one will sign to Birdman because he don't what, pay his eyes. You, 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 no, you don't think Birdman co-signed a lot of people? Back then, yeah, but not yeah. now. Oh, we're just talking in general though. Oh, okay. Cool. I'm just talking in general. Oh, now, now he robs you. Yeah. Allegedly. But yeah, any, anyone could be in that conversation, man. If you've been around for like more than like, maybe like four or five years and you've been hot, your, your co-sign will matter. But sometimes a co-sign can turn into a chase to stay relevant. And sometimes a co-sign might be too weighty for you to deal with. To the point where, i.e., Memphis speaking Jay Z. I was just yeah. about to say that because Jay Blo- said Block Boy JB, Block Boy JB. To the point where you're only ever known for the cosign, which yeah. is a dead zone that you don't ever want to be in as an artist. Yeah. But again, that just goes down to you were never really able to move the needle and connect in a way that your promise and the cosign suggested. I think. Have you, can you guys think of when a cosign went wrong? Memphis Bleak. Memphis Bleak. <laughs> I was thinking of Source um, money. Jeezy and Freddie Gibbs. Oh yeah, in that respect. Because yeah, it, it yeah, didn't yeah. do nothing for Gibbs. Gibbs had to then reestablish it. I didn't even know that he co-signed him. Yeah. He, signed, he was signed to it. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah, that's the one. If that, yeah. you, that didn't do nothing for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good one. Um, I think that's all really. Yeah. Yeah, but Stanley didn't go nowhere after that Rick Ross co-signed. Not at all. Yeah, Stanley. He had a couple just, decent projects. Stuff. Pill didn't move. Peter is the only one that listened yeah. to those projects. You listen to Stanley's projects? Yeah. Yeah, Stanley stopped moving. I don't even know why that's something was, you would... I don't even know why that's something you would admit to people. No, but you know I, I liked Stanley, man. Stanley was No, he was the decent. fuck. No, he used Stanley to, was decent. No, he was meant to be he the was, guy. He was meant yeah, to be the decent. rapper. He was decent. He was meant to be the rapper. Yeah. And then Wale just... Ace Hood. Body. Ooh. Ace Hood. Bugatti bangs. Where? Hustle Hard was a banger. 
Yeah. Yeah, that was everywhere. Yeah, man. Wayne, Wayne, and Rick Ross. I guess did co-sign, but that was more because of Khalid as well. But yeah, French Montana. What is it? Co-sign. Did he Ross? They co-signed him. Yeah, they co-signed French Montana. I, I, nah, I guess nah, it depends. No, I'm not giving him that. Man. French. He's been French, successful. French, 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 was, French was like bubbling, man. I knew French back then, but that's a co-sign because French was underground. French did he was. What was, Fr- what was French's um, biggest or first like? Ultra Cinco. And that was, with, that was with when Diddy and the man bust him. Okay. Ultra Cinco's the first song that made him give a hit. Remember Ultra was Cinco that before Stay Schema? Okay, yeah, fine. that was before Stay Schema. All right, fine, fine, fine. Fair. Well, anyway, man, shout out to all the co-signers and the co-signees. Um, listen. But at some point, enough's enough like Drake. Very much so. I'm just checking. I'm Very trying to see much what so. saying. Because at some point, it's like, you've co-signed everyone. Else. Yeah, it becomes, like, yeah. It, it becomes see-through. It, becomes, it doesn't become as organic. And that's, no. that might be where my issue with him and the UK stands because it just doesn't feel that organic. You didn't like the Heady song. But that's uh, hit and miss for me. Sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't. Do you count that as a call sign? Yeah. What about you, Pete? Um, I didn't think of it as a co-sign. Okay. But I also think of it as Heady, generally as an artist. He's obviously not the most clear on the mic. He does drill. He's already in kind of a niche thing. Like in the UK, cool. But if someone in Virginia really listening to Heady One, Not really. they would have been listening to only one freestyle. So, and that's the way, that's the power of the cosign right there. It takes you in positions that you weren't before. Okay. And that's it. All right, guys, let's move on to the final topic of today, the fun topic. So I basically put it to you, man, to put on your radio show hat off the back of um, us talking about radio and basically do a bit of fantasy booking and name, imagine yourselves as radio hosts, radio DJs. Um, and I want to hear the name of your radio show. I want to hear the first track you'll play. I want to hear the first guest that you would have. Fam, if I had my own radio, yeah. Oh Lord have mercy. I, I was waiting own, for this boy. If I had my own like radio show, yeah. Oh, and I was a host. Fam, do you know how like little it would be? It'll be like, I'm not looking at you. No, yeah, Mo, look at me. <laughs> you know, I was looking at the floor. Don't tell another man to look at you, bro. <laughs> but it will be so like smooth, man. Do you See? know what I mean? And then when I'm like, kind of like, you know, commentating and that, you know, you put on that, like that, that radio voice. Don't do so that so radio so voice. So like you're doing right Don't now. Don't do that radio yeah, voice. Know, just putting on that radio. PR? What would it be called? I'll take off these headphones. <laughs> yeah, that's how this on now. I'll take off those headphones, bro. <laughs> um, but See, yeah. I, I knew this guy was going to have so much fun with this topic, bro. <laughs> but nah, um, the station would, I cheated here, but it'll be Soul Searching FM. Okay. Um, my, you man can guess my first guess. Jay. Nah, something about D'Angelo, bro. Is it D'Angelo? Yeah. Of course it's something about D'Angelo. Yeah, D'Angelo would be my first guess. My first track would probably be Bilal, Soul Sister, or Stevie Wonder, Superwoman. So if I was a radio host, that would be it. Soul and that would be, it would be amazing, bro. Soul Search and FM. I think I'd get more listenerships than you, man. And I ain't even heard what you, man, got. But I know that for a fact. Or Just looking at both of you, I know that what you're about to say is whack. Why are you so violent today? Wow. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying. Said the uh, host of Soul Search and FM, yeah? Shit. <laughs> first Oh, I'm yeah. really hurt. D'Angelo first guest, yeah? Bro. Yeah, man. What's the first track? Um, Bilal, Soul Sister, or Stevie Wonder, Superwoman. Bruv, you'd be lucky to find a station that even hosts that shit. I'm not going to lie, fam. What about you, yeah? Bare uh, negativity oh, cool. over there, bruv. Ah, uh, cool. So, the name of my Soul show- the This name... guy took two minutes to think of his name. <laughs> this guy. Yeah, of course. As soon as he heard it. As soon yeah. as he heard the topic. Oh, Soul Searcher. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, it was his day to do soul searching as well. <laughs> yeah, for real. For real. There you go. It was already there. Um, he would basically just play all those soul samples Literally. on the show. And 100%. Then it'll, be a, it'll be a cheat code. Well, let's get it cracking. I feel you. So the name of my radio show would be... I'll name this radio show later. My first guest would be Sweetie, because who wouldn't want to be in the same room as Sweetie? Mm. Um... And I just feel like she's a great person, great personally. I just feel like we'll get on really well. <laughs> um, did I mention she's incredible to look at? Um, and the track would be Mercury by Dave because it's got that low riding summer evening type of feel that I would want that kind of show to be like. So yeah, that would be me. A nice mixture of things, okay. really. All right. I mean, it's not bad, is it? It's not bad at all. That's not a great show. Um, yeah, this is going to be a funny one. So with me, you guys ready for this? I'm ready, bro. Oh, let's get it cracking. Oh boy. So my first thing when I come back to it. Somali the first, FM. What did you say? Somali FM. More Somali land. Somali land. Somali land. Oh, um, that's close. Now, if we're going to get to the first artist, I like how you told Sweetie. You, not so much. But you're so great, <laughs> Um The first song I've got, do you guys want to hear what it is? God, oh, no, you guys ain't God. ready. It's going to be Kano, isn't it? No, it's, it's going to be Blur. No. What? Blur. Or Hanson. I mean, listen. Mbop was a good shout. Mbop <laughs> was a good shout. But I'm going for a classic. I'm going for Freeway. Oh, he's well, only got oh, one what song. What we do? <laughs> Come on now. What, That's a great start. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going for Freeway. What we do? Interviewer. Now, I've decided to switch it up a bit. I want to interview an interviewer. Okay. Ooh. So I'm going to interview Sway. Mm. Sway Calloway? Yeah. Okay. Just to kind of pick his brains. Mm. And the name I didn't really have one for. So I went with Some Island. Okay. okay. But yeah, I thought, let me interview Sway just because. Do you know how much stories these men must have? Like, oh, I don't yeah. know if you've read Angie Martinez's book. No, no, no. So in her book, she's got a story where it's like, she was interviewing Puck. No, sorry. Puck was like, come west. Mm. So she went out to see Puck and she like, everybody was looking at her like, what the fuck is she doing here? Mm. And she, he was like, oh, you, you're the only person that's giving me um, love in New York. So mm. let's just do an interview. She's never released that interview ever because yeah. she said it will cause an uproar. But like- There's a bit of it on YouTube. Yeah. So it's like, can you imagine? Yeah. I would love to just pick uh, Angie Martinez's brain or Sway's brain. Yeah. Or a big boy, them three. I'd love to pick their brain. So I went with Sway. Um, just yeah, that would just idea. be gems upon gems. Exactly, upon gems. man. It's like with the rappers, like I couldn't name Jay, but I've seen him interviewed. You know, when you just see, I've seen all their interviews. I've never seen a D'Angelo interview in my life. So that's a good shout. Yeah, never in life. Sweetie, I just look at her. Um, so that's a good shout. It's not bad to look at still. She's absolutely her. Yeah, man, she's phenomenal. Listen, man. Quaver took his car back, but she's phenomenal. He properly repoed that, didn't he? He said it in the bar, in the album. Yeah, he said oh, has it. anyone listened to it yet? Was he wrong for that? No. I haven't listened to it. I won't, Migos, I won't the, listen to the it new album, unless you guys make me. I'm the new cool. album, Culture 3. Have you listened to it? I have not listened to it. It's on my list though. I was going to use them as a pre- I was going to use their song Cocoon as a song of the week and I thought, nah. Culture 2 was trash. Culture 1 was all right. So I'm looking forward to Culture 3. They've been doing a lot of promo. So. I say, generally, I say Peter should listen to the Migos Culture 3 album and then on the next episode of the podcast, he tells us what he thinks and I think you should keep this bit in here. Yes, I agree with that. Peter? If I have to, then yeah, cool. And you just got to tell us what you think, yeah? <laughs> All right. Please do. All right, let's do it. So yeah, for real? Yeah, let's do it. All right, good. Yeah, man, just All listen right, to it. it. Just listen to it tomorrow, innit? Yeah. I generally want to know what spare, you think. If you've got, if you've got a spare hour and a half. No, I won't do it till, I won't do it tomorrow. I'll do it like a day before we have to record. All right, this should be fun. For you. So I leave this bit so that it's fresh. I leave this bit in here so the audience know he's going to come back with a Migos thing. Oh, that's yeah, going to be bro. amazing. Okay, well, I mean, great choices. I mean, obviously Mo has got the uh, the one for the purists. Um, I've got the one... Kind of more mainstream, but can get puree in what is Pete a, in a minute. Pete. So anyway, guys, we're going to wrap up today. Um, <laughs> and 
Thank you very much for uh, listening uh, once again. Uh, shout out. So um, uh, I want to shout out um, a publication called Mike Check, who were I, who are a UK based um, platform that basically aim to strike a balance between US and UK rap. They so graciously included your boys in their list of uh, top ten interesting music UK podcast that you should check out. So thanks once again to Mike Check for that. Truly, truly humbling. Always great to be included in those sort of things. Appreciate so you. salute to Mike Check. Um, love what you're doing and please carry on. Any other shout outs you want to make, guys? Um, let's go France. Oh, France national team. Yeah. Well, not the, yeah, the players. Yeah. Yeah, let's go Kante. Except for Benzema, he's a bit of a pagan. I love Benzema. Yeah, Benzema's for the streets, man. Yeah, but morally he's a bit, he's shaky. Oh, what, because of what he done to Valverna? Yeah, I mean, I c- we're not going to get into it here, yeah, cool. but... It's, I, sh- it's shaky. I fuck with Benzema. I'm sorry, man. No, he's... he's so he's, do I. So he's, do I. No, he's, yeah, I fuck with Benzema. Uh, he's top three slash five strikers of his generation. Easy. For sure. He's top five. Easy. Him, Lewandowski. Suarez. Luis Suarez. Aguero. Would you put Aguero? Would you put Torres in there? No. No. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll leave it at that for now. I'm just saying the last decade, Torres kind of was 07. Torres then, his run wasn't long. Yeah. And that's why the last 10 years, oh, Torres at Ulip was what, 07? 08? Mm. Yeah. And then when he went Chelsea, it was a wrap. Yeah. yeah it's a good debate to have. Um, we should gonna have it. Yeah. Pete, any shout Um No, not today. Oh, I did see um, Ego LMA the other day. So big up her. Randomly, I was on my way to get my hair done. And saw her on the train. Saw who? Yes. Ego LMA, singer. UK. Yeah. Okay. Well, shout out to Ego LMA. Big and shout Cleo out to- <laughs> Always. He just a minute, to- so yeah. See? You should make a weekly thing to be fair. Maybe she's listening. I can't wait till this guy comes back with his Migos report. I feel like it's a report from school. I can't wait. <laughs> He's gonna hate it. I can't, when I tell you, I I'm gonna listen to it as well, just so I at least got something to listen to. I think you should as well. Just yeah, so yeah, for sure. I'm gonna listen to it anyway. And I generally cannot wait for Peter's feedback, but yeah, that's me done. Man. I'll listen to it. Hey, salute to everyone. Salute to Mike Check as well. All right. Well, yes, guys. Uh, thank you for tuning in once again. Um, you'll hear from us again in two weeks' time. Until then, take care, stay safe, whatever you're doing. Um, and yeah, stay black if you're black. You ain't said that in a minute. I haven't said that in a minute. So uh, happy reunion. But anyway, guys, take care. We'll see you soon. Peace.